Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Tell you what, I want to look at one more portion of the Scripture related to the whole thing of overcoming what the scripture says to us about that. And this one's out of the Old Testament. I'm going to basically read the entire first chapter of Jeremiah because I think it uh, speaks to us today and gives us some exhortation and some encouragement about some things, okay? And there's so much in this first chapter. So let me just start by reading it. Uh, Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 1 says this. The words of Jeremiah, the son of Hilkiah, of the priest who are in Anathoth, in the land of Benjamin, to whom the word of the Lord came in the days of Josiah, the son of Ammon, king of Judah, in the thirteenth year of his reign. Verse 3. It came also in the days of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, until the end of the eleventh year of Zedekiah, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, until the exile of Jerusalem in the fifth month. So in these first three verses, he's actually defining the times in which he prophesied when the word of the Lord came to him. Now, verse 4. Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, so this is what the Lord said to Jeremiah. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. <clears throat> well, that right there is interesting, is it not? That right there opens up all sorts of interesting questions about uh, what is before and what is after and what you know how we are formed and how God creates. We're not going to get into that right now. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I I consecrated you. I have appointed you a prophet to the nations. So Jeremiah knew from the very beginning that even before he was formed in the womb that God knew him and that the Lord had consecrated him and had an an appointment for him, an appointment as a prophet to the nations. We see this in Ephesians as far as uh, our lives. In Ephesians 2, I believe. It says that the the deeds, the works that the Lord wants to do through us today that he determined before the foundations of the earth. It's that idea. Now, verse 6. Then I said, Alas, Lord God, behold, I do not know how to speak because I'm a youth. In other words, he's saying, you know, I'm just, I'm a young guy. I don't know how to do this. Verse 7. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am a youth because everywhere I send you, you shall go. And all that I command you, you shall speak. Well, boy, there's something there for us, right? He was trying to just say, well, Lord, I can't really do this because, you know, I'm just a kid. I'm not old enough. I'm not good. I can't speak. You always see a man doing that. We all do that. Moses did it. You know, I stutter, I stutter, I stutter, that kind of thing. And God's saying, no, don't do that. You're not going to use any excuses right here. You're not going to do this type of thing because here's what's going to happen. Wherever I send you, you're going to go. And whatever I command you, you need to speak that. And then verse 8, God deals with what the real issue is with Jeremiah and really what the real issue is with us. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you, declares the Lord. And he's going to end this chapter saying the same thing. Actually, the last verse, I think the 19th verse, (laughs) if we wind up getting there, we may not get there today. But the 19th verse, let me just read it just in case we don't get there. Uh, 19th verse says this, God's still speaking. They will fight against you. But they will not overcome you, for I am with you to deliver you, declares the Lord. So we see at the end of what the Lord's saying to him right now, that what's going to happen? 
you're going to have resistance. Verse 80 is already hinting at that. He's saying, do not be afraid of them. <coughs> well, who are the them? You know? Well, the them are the ones that you're speaking to. I'm going to send you to places, Jeremiah, and wherever I send you, I want you to go. And I'm going to command words to you that you speak these words, and I want you to speak them. But don't be afraid of them. Don't be afraid of the ones that you're speaking. Maybe even, I believe there's an element of truth with this, don't be afraid of these words. Okay? Don't be afraid of these words. But the primary thing is this. Don't be afraid of the ones that you're speaking to, because you know what? I'm going to deliver you. <laughs> well, then, Jeremiah had to be thinking, great, I'm going to be sent into situations that require what? Yeah, being delivered. <laughs> Something's going to be happening. Verse 9 continues. Then the Lord stretched out his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. Verse 10. See, I have appointed you this day over the nations and over the kingdoms to pluck up and to break down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. This was the commissioning. This was the purpose. This was the calling of Jeremiah. And the Lord said, you know what? I have put my words in your mouth. We as believers have something even better than that. We have the most high God himself dwelling within us. And each one of us has a calling, has an appointment, has a consecration, has a purpose, has something to which God is calling us to do. In Jeremiah's case, he said, I've pointed you over the nations, not just over Jerusalem and Israel, but over the nations, over the kingdoms, to do what? To pluck up, to break down, to destroy, to overthrow, to build, and to plant. He was going to bring tough, tough words. Then verse 11, you have a really interesting thing going on here. It says this, the word of the Lord came to me saying, so the word of the Lord comes to Jeremiah again. We're not told how this word comes to him. It just says the word of the Lord came to him. And the word of the Lord said this, what do you see, Jeremiah? And I said, I see a rod of an almond tree. A rod of an almond tree. <laughs> okay, what's that all about? Then the Lord said to me, you have seen well, for I am watching over my word to perform it. And, you know, these passages right here, these two verses, people, they get so distracted by this. They go, what is this talking about? What is going on with this thing? Well, it helps if you know the original language a little bit, okay? I don't know Hebrew, but I have books that know Hebrew. I have software right here that helps with that kind of stuff, right? And here's what's being said. The Lord is actually training Jeremiah. And I believe that's where we are day in and day out, folks. And we are in times of training. We are being prepared. We're being prepared for today. Yes, we're being prepared for tomorrow. But even days after that, when he when it says the word of the Lord came to me. Oh, there's so much to that. OK, uh, I'm not going to get into it right now. But he asking Jeremiah, what do you see? And Jeremiah says, I see a rod of an almond tree. And that almond tree, that word is shaked, S-H-A-Q-E-D is how we would spell it in English. And the Lord said to me, you have seen well, for I am watching over. And the word for watching is shoked, S-H-O-Q-E-D. So there's one vowel that's different right here within that. Now, what's really interesting is that, roughly speaking, Hebrew doesn't have vowels. It has other things, okay? We won't get into that. 
But he's using this picture. He's showing Jeremiah how he's going to communi- communicate to him. The Lord is revealing and showing him an almond tree. And he sees this almond tree. And he says, you've seen well. I'm going to watch over my word to perform it. The Lord is doing a little tongue-in-cheek thing here with the word and showing Jeremiah how one of the ways that he's going to speak to him. He's seeing something in the natural, okay? And it might even have been Jeremiah was standing at the almond tree. He might have just seen that in the natural in that way. Or it might be that he saw it as a vision, okay? He says, you've seen well. I'm watching over my word to perform it. He's showing Jeremiah how, one of the ways at least, that he will speak to him. One of the ways that he will communicate with him. He's training him. You know, he does the same thing for us if we will pay attention to what is going on. We would do well to seek the Lord and say, Lord, speak to us. Show me how you're speaking. He speaks to us through his word. He speaks to us through the spirit. He speaks to us through creation. He speaks to us through one another. Okay, you know, I thought I was going to get through this all today, but I'm not going to. That's all right. We'll resume tomorrow. Again, I'm Dale, and I'll see you then. Goodbye.